Aloha, and welcome back. This is Pay Radio, talk radio worth listening to. In this episode, you will learn more about how we are expanding our sense of worth on multiple levels. Enjoy the show. If you all have your copy of Pay Me What I'm Worth with you, I'd ask you to grab that. I got it. Got it. And open it up to the table of contents. We're going to be together now for a year. So a year from now, we are going to be done. How do you suppose this table of contents acts as our agenda? Anybody have any ideas? 12 months, 10 chapters, what do you think we're up to here? Don't you work ahead. Stay on the current chapter. Chapters, chapter 10, then the conclusion. I'm going to say that this basically is going to be our guide, our dictionary, our encyclopedia. It's our syllabus. And there may be sections that take more than one meeting to cover. I see a couple of them have a lot more exercises soon. Yes, good point. This is a rough guideline. So for our first month together, the only thing we're interested in is ground rules, preface, and section one. Okay. So for the other next three weeks, we're going to be covering ground rules, preface, and section one. Section one. That's all we're doing. And I've already had to comment to a couple of folks. I won't name names. <clears throat> no reading ahead. <laughs> Again, we're going to look at the flow of things. If we need to spend less time on something, we will. If we need to spend more time on something, we will. But broadly speaking, for this first month together, our first four weeks, we've got 52 weeks, our first four weeks, our ground rules preface in Section 1. Okay. After that, each four-week period, we basically look at one chapter at a time. And each week, if we only have three items in the table of contents, uh, we, gotta, we should be able to keep on target fairly well. If we have more than four items, like for instance, chapter two, there's one, two, three, four, five, we may, again, we'll flow with it. It won't take an entire week to do the study group questions. These are meant to get your field of vision opened up. One of the tricks that I learned back in college days is I turned my table of contents in every book into a test. Everything listed in the table of contents was a question. And so when I would get done reading a table of content entry, I would pretend it was a test question. What did I learn? And I would go in and either write or type up something that answered that question so that by the time I was done with the book, I had an annotated bibliography of the book based on everything in the table of contents. Boy, I sure didn't do that. <laughs> I should have probably done that when I was in school. <laughs> <laughs> Little trick. So basically, month number two is chapter number what? What chapter are we going to be focused on in our second month together? Chapter 1. Chapter 1. Right. On month number 12, our last month, what do you think we're focused on? Bringing it all together. 
Mm-hmm. Bringing together ahas and graduation. I really must stress to all of you, I know life is very busy. I know that these exercises, all of a sudden you might go, holy crap, the call is tomorrow. I haven't done the exercise. Da 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 Use that as your teacher. Meaning, what's going on in your life that you've put your personal growth last? And use that for journaling. And that brings me to another really good suggestion. You don't have to get real fancy with this, even just a a fresh notepad, but start a journal. Start a pay-me journal and use that journal as you go through this whole process. You'll find it very helpful journaling. At the end of each of our chapters, each of our months, the last exercise will always be the same. I'm going to ask you to put together a one-page summary of what you experienced in that chapter. And more often than not, initially, as you all know, if you've ever had to do a one-page summary, I mean, Chelsea, I bet you when you've had to do one-page summaries, how many pages did it take you to write the first time to get to the one page? Usually a page and a half. (laughs) Yep. How about you, Marsha? Marsha, when you've done one-pagers, when it comes to boiling it down, how many pages got boiled down? Gosh, I, I probably had three pages, and then I had to shorten things because I was redundant. So, yeah, basically when I write, I just keep writing on my thoughts, and then I try to pull it all together into one page. You're asking for one page, so that's what I'm going to get, <laughs> one page. Why do you think I'm asking you to do this exercise repetitively? So that we can see how far where our journey's taken us and what we've learned on it. Mm-hmm. And why just one page? It makes you focus on the most important things you've learned. And maybe if, if we can, I mean, getting it out to one page means we've got some clarity on it. If we've got more than one page, then we're still a little unclear. Good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. More than and one page means from we're, a... in some ways, we're still kind of wandering. Mm-hmm. And if that's, that's the case, it's really easily to consume once this is over, or we can go back, and I mean, it's quick and easy to consume. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're struggling to get it to one page, again, use it as a teacher. It's neither right or wrong, good or bad, that you haven't gotten to a one page. And I, I'm going to reiterate this many times. There's no room for judgment. You're going to see as you get into the ground rules, I'm going to talk about zero need to judge yourself at all, period, end of story, anytime. So if the critic kicks in, the perfectionist kicks in, the judge kicks in, anytime throughout our journey together, it's a teacher. What's it teaching you? And this is where you could blog and you can journal and you can allow us as a team to help you sort out how to let that judge go, how to let that perfectionist take a hike. From a teaching perspective, There's another really sneaky reason why I want you to do a one page. You're 95% of it there with your comments. There's still one aspect that I want you to be aware of because I am going to ask you at some point in time to consider teaching this material. Why do you think a one pager is an important teaching tool? 
You learn how to describe yourself in your ways, in your talent, where people will either get it or not. They will know who you are, what you're about, quickly. You also narrow it and down certain bullet points of what it is that you're looking to teach and you want others to learn through your growing experience. Exactly. Exactly. And from a, a teacher's standpoint, is it fairly safe to say if I read your one-page summary, I can tell whether you glossed through it, I can tell whether you hit some walls, mm-hmm. I can tell by your summary just how much effort you put into this chapter. I had a flashback of a blue book final. Just, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And it's a tool for me to be able to come in and say, okay, your one pager is fantastic. I really enjoyed reading it. And then I'll ask you a question. That should be your clue. Ah, missed it. (laughs) There might be something you want to go back in there and look at again. With what we're accomplishing today, I want to make sure the number one word you take away today is pacing. I know everybody's life is very busy. And the reason why we're taking things over a whole year's time frame is a month is about right for each exercise. And as we do it as groups, we'll be able to support each other through the process. Let me put this in perspective. Who has ever painted a room? Who's who's painted a room before? Anybody? (laughs) Many times. I have. What's it take to paint a room? Too much. (laughs) No. You got (laughs) to... You've got to clean the walls, tape off everything, edge, cut in. Yeah, it's a process. Actually, that's something I I love doing because you stay focused. You're detailed on your taping. You want to make sure that your paint is nice and smooth. I love it. (laughs) I'm a detailed person, so. I just hire it there now. Ah. Careful what you tell me here. Careful what you tell me here. I'm going to be watching for that in your post. <laughs> I love that laugh. I am, I am very detailed, detail-oriented. I really watch for details. I'm the opposite of all of you. I love to paint. But before you even open up the can of paint, what are the details necessary? My goal with this, this setting the stage is, before you even buy the paint possibly, there's a yeah. tremendous amount of work going on before you go and paint, right? Uh, yes, yeah, and it becomes yeah, okay. You do it. Color swatches, you turn on different lights, you open the curtains, see what you got to get your rollers, yeah. <laughs> you need to you have to make, make the decision on what paint, you want. Paint you need. What happens if you shortchange it? What happens if you rush through the prep of painting? It does not turn out the way it should. And you end up wasting time and money. Turns out sloppy and you have to redo it. Mm-hmm. And you become more frustrated than you were before you started. <laughs> the first time you looked at the room, it's ugly. That's where the graffiti begins. (laughs) (laughs) What am I extrapolating here? Why are we talking about this? Our process for what we're going to be doing over the next 12 months. We need to have our Mm -hmm. tools ready. So essentially we've got to have our 
be patient with the process, and I think you're helping us understand the importance of being patient with the process and how the end product will be better off for it. But if we don't, if we're not patient with it, then essentially this 12 months are like a bust. At no point in time do I wish to be for you a source of doubt, guilt, shame, and worry. I'm going to reiterate that. At no point in time do I wish to be for you and this journey should it be doubt, guilt, shame, or worry sources. If you're feeling those four feelings, and this is what we're going to get into in our prep, in our ground rules, we need to address that because your worth passport, when it's all said and done, when we're done a year from now, your worth passport is your painted room. You're going to have 10 pages that's going to create an organic document. It's going to be a freshly painted you. And your worth passport is designed to help you reflect. It's meant to be changed. It's meant to be updated. It's meant to be constantly used throughout the rest of your life. Just as you get your first 10 pages together, it's your first chapter. Does that make any sense? Do you see somehow a method to the madness so far? Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yes, it does. Absolutely. And so each week we're prepping our room. Each week we're constantly prepping so that when we come to the the conference call, and we might even evolve into using video stuff and so forth, each time we meet it's like, all right, you got your can of paint. Your can of paint's now open. Let's start painting. <laughs> I'm excited. But before I go, any questions, any, any thoughts? No, thank you very much, Paul. Thank you. And we're looking forward to this journey, huh, ladies? <laughs> yes, we are. Thank right you. Now. Before we adjourn, I just kind of really want to reiterate something that Soul made me conscious and aware of, and he actually said today, draw attention to it and shine a light on it, and that is that we do all have busy lives. However, it, what are we going to give ourselves? Part of this journey is coming to the balance of not only being able to give but also to receive. And part of giving, we do great with giving to others, but we don't give to ourselves. And if we're not giving to ourselves, then we don't have – our cup starts to run a little low. And then really what we ultimately want to do, which is change lives and, and provide to others, we don't have any resource to give them because we've depleted our resources, right? So for me personally, I'm certainly going to make it a commitment to establish a time of, of the week, maybe even a day. Maybe I'll start thinking about at least 15 minutes a day that I'm going to really sit and reflect and meditate and really, con- and really consume what our discussion was for the week so that the conversation keeps going. And the more we're active, the more we're going to evolve and, and and I think the more we'll get out of it. What do you guys think? Absolutely. I think it's a, a commitment we should for our growth individually and growth as a team that we should all make sure that we're making this type of a commitment to be as active as possible. When you, when your thoughts occur, even as we're going through the chapters, you're reading something and you want to discuss it, let's discuss it. I'm looking to grow at a very fast pace because I have some pretty high goals set for this year. And I know that once I reach my goals, I can really expand myself into helping others reach, see through themselves and reach the higher goals that they have for themselves as well. 
I just met you ladies, but I don't really know really who you are. So how about if we start with a little bit of sharing who we are? I think that's a good suggestion, Marcia. You want to yeah, start I like it off? That. Well, I was born in the Philippines. My family moved to Japan. We lived there for four years. My first language was Japanese, and I moved. We literally have moved all over the place. So when it comes to when, whenever somebody asks me, where are you from? It's really difficult for me to uh, to answer it with a short answer. My dad's uh, company moved him to Hawaii, and my dad sent me tickets for my family because at the time I was living in Wisconsin to uh, come visit, and we ended up living it, staying in Hawaii. And I raised all my children. I have five boys and one daughter, and a grandson. Yay! came back to Boston. My dad had passed away. My mom decided to come back to Boston to be closer to family, her immediate family. So I'm here in Boston helping to take care of my mom with my brother. We live in a duplex. I live in one half of the duplex, but my office headquarters, I would say, (laughs) is in my mom's side of the house. I'm right now actually at the crossroads of my life. I have a lot of things that I'm thinking about, and I actually am thinking, wow, seriously thinking that I go- might change the company that I'm in. So <laughs> this is the perfect timing for me to really start this with all of you. So this is great. I'm just listening to the inner voice most of the time, and my inner voice is starting to really pick up and give me the the sign that I need. So it's great to meet you all here. Um, wow, that's, that's a lot. Just, uh, yeah, that, that is. <laughs> what, what part of, of Wisconsin, if you don't mind me asking, Marsha? I live in Wisconsin, born and raised here. I lived in a town called Sheboygan Falls. It was oh, very cool. small. Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. Wow. Marsha, I knew that you've done a lot of, that you've lived a lot of different places, but I, I don't think it really resonated with me until just now. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I, it's going to be interesting to see United. your perspective on things too, having experienced so many different cultures as well. So, Julia, you want to take a few minutes next? I have deeply in love with my husband. We've been married about six years. We have actually at the end of this month will be six years, six or seven. I lost count. <laughs> We have a beautiful baby. I call her baby girl, but she's four years old. She's my princess. I also have two adult grown children. One is 25 and one is going to be 22. They both are doing very well. I'm very proud of them. My main focus right now is to just continue to grow as virtually. I think that's where I am able to connect with others and build better relationships. I'm resigning from my job. My last physical day there is the third, but my day will be the tenth. So I'm looking very, very forward to my future. This course has come in just the perfect time for me, and so I'm very grateful. And I, that's pretty much it. Thanks, Julia. I think we've got a recurring theme with some big changes when it comes to, to jobs and, and business decisions. That's awesome. Uh, Chelsea, you want to go next? I'm Chelsea Wells. I am 54 years old. I'll be 55 in September. Lord have mercy. I have a 33-year-old son and a 12-year-old granddaughter. I'm originally from southwest Virginia, born in a coal mining camp, have lived in the Kingsport, Tennessee area since 96. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I work at 
the VA, work with veterans in a nursing home there for long-term in hospice. I look forward to getting to know you ladies, and I've always kind of been on a spiritual journey and always searching and always thinking that there's something bigger I should be doing with my life, something more spiritual, and I think this is going to be the right road to it. Awesome. And Patty? You know, I guess I kind of have to piggyback off of Chelsea there. Um, I'm 35 years old, very proud grandmother of three beautiful, beautiful little angel girls. Can't necessarily say little because I do have one that's turning 14 who thinks he's 19. Anyway, <laughs> my background, I come from a very dysfunctional family, and there's not too many left from my family. I come from a very strong alcoholic background type family, probably one of the choices I've made not to drink. They look at me now as my, when my sister passed away last year, I'm pretty well the last one left. I felt that as a lot of pressure being put on me with my sister's children that I raised and my children. Um, but now I see it kind of as a gift because I'm hoping to guide all of them into better lives. You could say the last few months I've just sat back and taken a look at myself, myself to see what I've done with my life, and I've asked myself that question, where am I going? Which is a question I've not been able to answer because I really don't know where I'm going because I've felt stuck in, in this this world of my past, and that's why I feel that Christina bringing this course in front of me and soul being there, it's kind of like something enters into your life at the right time when you're ready to make that change, when you're ready to grow and move forward. I'm taking this as, okay, God says I'm ready now. It's time to step up and follow that plan for my life and be more so that I can help others be more. I have a strong focus on women and children of myself that come from abusive backgrounds, dysfunctional families, people who have more or less given up hope. I work very close with the homeless shelter that was started by my church, and I think that that's part of what's helping me really take a look at how other people see themselves and see their lives and how they've really given up hope, but yet I've pulled, been able to pull myself up and out from where I came from to where I am today. I'm not happy at where I'm at today, so I'm going to take full advantage of this next year and things that I'm changing into my life. I have a strong goal to get out of the working corporate world of people who don't appreciate me because I know I'm an awesome person. I know the person I am, but I just don't let that person come out. I know that this course, just from the couple of phone calls that I've had with Christina and Soul, that this is absolutely the perfect thing that I've needed to bring myself out to being the person that I've always wanted to be. So that's kind of where I'm going with this. Yeah, and I guess that's kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> it's time for me to stand up and be me, who is the real me. That's where I'm going. Well, you're doing it again, Patty. You're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> you're speaking my thoughts and feelings in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Christina. Yes. Can I add something else, please? Please. After I spoke, I noticed that I didn't really say anything about me personally, about my journey. I also grew up in a very dysfunctional family, alcoholism, molestation, you name it. My biological father went to prison at 24, and he died there. 
when he was 64. I've got a brother who, who will die in prison. So for me, this is not only just about my growth, it's about finding who you really are. And that's always been a struggle and a journey. Struggle, am I like my father? Do I have what it would take to do what he did? And so far, so good. <laughs> it's that struggle that the dysfunction you grow up in follows you for the rest of your life, and you work on it piece by piece, hopefully. I think this is the next step to my growth in overcoming and surviving. And I also want to work with women and men who are survivors of severe dysfunction and abuse. But I just wanted to add something a little more personal than just my statistic. Thank you. I think that was powerful and you recognizing that you didn't, the first time around, you know, provide that personal thing. I think that's powerful in, in your journey, uh, just to recognize that it's okay to go deeper sometimes. I, no, I, I have to agree with that. For so many years, I have to say that I wouldn't let it out. And a lot of it came out of fear, that fear of rejection. Because when you come from an abusive background like we have, that fear of rejection, that fear of what other people think of you, that's right in the forefront. That's kind of how you conduct yourself. And when we can take this step and actually, I mean, yes, it's a small group of us, but that's a huge step. It means we're recognizing that these are things that we need to change and then we can take this and share it with others so that they can see, hey, you don't have to live in that confined world. And hopefully help people, you know, I'm 54, so hopefully help people at a younger age start to work through this and not be 54. Right, right. and, you know, we're both in our 50s, so it's like we've lived in this sort of like caged world for how many years and we can break free and that this is where we can help others break free from it as well and know that they one it's not your fault two you don't have to live this way exactly y'all gonna got me in self-reflection mode i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's part of what this is about that's the only way we're going to grow is if Absolutely. we really don't take a deep inner look at ourselves how can we really grow? Absolutely. I know that my journey over the last year has just been huge, and I was probably ignited on and off throughout my life. I've been ignited more and more at different points in my life, and I've, I've seen huge growth at each of those points. And right now I'm at that point of I've been in corporate America for 13 years now, and I recognize when I first met Soul, this discussion started with, are you being paid what you're worth? Do you want to be paid with your worth? When are you going to start being paid with what you're worth? In my mind, it was about, no, I'm not paid what I'm worth. I do want to be paid what I'm worth right now. And as it relates to this 12-month journey that we're on, it started off with the literal paid what I'm worth and how that would transition to my business, even from corporate America is a job to my business and how even in my business I want to be paid more what I'm worth and what is it about me that struggles with asking for the sale. That's where I mm -hmm, started mm -hmm. with this journey, right? And that's, that was my first thing. But with each conversation with Soul and each experience that I've had, I've, with some of you I've had a few opportunities to have conference calls along with Soul. We've taken a, a deeper dive into really what this course is about. And it's kind of misconceiving because you look at the book and it's entitled Pay Me What I'm Worth and the course is entitled Ethical Business Building 
and you think it's really about money and being able to get all the money that you feel you deserve to make, right? But it's not at all what that's about. So over the past week especially, I've been really pondering about the what we talked about the very first time we met in our pre-course discussion, was it last week? These weeks are running together on me. And it's really, I'm not being paid what I'm worth because I'm not honoring myself. I'm not balanced in being able to receive as much as I give. And I give so Amen. much. <laughs> I give so much to others, but I absolutely do not give to myself. And that was a huge aha moment for me over the past week. And through the course of this next 12 months, it's going to be a huge uh, transition for me. I, I, I venture to say we're all the same way. I don't give to myself. I've worked myself to an absolute exhausted state where I'm barely able to push through. And even what little bit I have to give, I'm trying to give it to everyone else. And I'm not giving it to myself. So I, I'm not honoring when I say <laughs> that you have to serve from a full overflowing cup. My cup is always empty, and I keep continuing to make it even more bone dry, right? <laughs> so for me, that's going to be a big uh, big transition. I think you're speaking exactly for all of us. I mean, we all are givers. You can tell, and, and we, we give and give and give until it hurts us. I think it's time we start taking care of ourselves, too. Holy cow, talk about looking in the mirror. It's, it's like I'm looking right at, <laughs> right at me through your words, Christina. I think that's a great place to stop this. Anyone have any comments to this last part before we go or questions or maybe some parting thoughts for us to be considering over the next week? (laughs) All I can say is I'm just going to go through this with such an open mind because that's the decision I'm making here. I mean, if we're going to grow, we have got to be open about this whole thing, everything in here. We're going to be open about everything. We've got to let go of, of, of a lot of things and really... I think that's where the soul searching is going to come in yeah. for us to to actually get to that point. I love the fact that we have this private little discussion forum where we can actually discuss things that are, might be holding us back. And that is great because I want to hear other people's perspectives. So. I would say one thing for us all to do this week is every day just take a couple minutes, look in the mirror, look at yourself, tell you that you love you, you are awesome, and you are worthy. Tell yourself that every day as we begin this journey. That's a great affirmation. And another one you could add to that is, I am open to receive my worth. Yes, yes. Mm. I got chills on that one, Chelsea. We should tell each other, we, we should look in the mirror and we should say, I am awesome. And I belong to an awesome team and I can't wait for, to, for the day to start. And just really be our own cheerleaders throughout this, this process. Because we have to start off our day in the best possible way and reflection and whatever prayers we start the day off with, we have to just know that we're in the best place right now, that we're in the place we're supposed to be. We're at we are where right now where we are meant to be. Absolutely. Yeah. And also using the mirror is a very therapeutic thing. And you look at yourself, you don't look off to the side, you look in your eyes, and you tell yourself that you're ready to be, to open up to receive your worth and really recognize the blocks that you might have along that journey. And I think yeah. working with you ladies is going to help all of us knock down some of those blocks. Oh, absolutely. That is great. I, I am going to include in my affirmations 
you know, I've got to come up with one that's worded better, but it's going to be an affirmation about loving myself enough to give to myself because giving to myself is loving others. I am such a giver. I will be able to give more. I will be able to give more love, appreciation, patience, understanding, acceptance, everything when I start to love me enough and give me more so that I have something to serve from. That was awesome. Loving myself is giving to others. I'm going to write that down. I feel a, a poem rolling in my head about that. Woohoo! <laughs> okay, ladies. Well, I think we've got our plan in order for the week. I'm excited. Look forward to meeting with you guys next week. Awesome. Sounds good. Ladies, here we go. Here's to a great week. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 All right, that wraps it up. Thanks for listening. This is Pay Radio, talk radio worth listening to. You can listen to all sorts of on-demand shows at bit.ly forward slash pay radio. Again, bit.ly forward slash pay radio has hundreds of on-demand shows for you to enjoy, learn, laugh, and grow with ease and grace. Aloha. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.